0: Today's episode of The Usual is brought to you by LootCrate.com. LootCrate is a monthly mystery crate that delivers the best in geek and gaming gear, from collectibles, apparel, tech gadgets, art, and other epic gear. It's like Comic-Con in a box, and everybody loves Comic-Con. So... For you, listeners of the usual, you can get 10% off any new subscription at LootCrate.com. Enter the promo code BRIDGE10 to save 10%. So again, you can go to trylootcrate.com slash the usual and save 10% on your new subscription. That and enter BRIDGE10 to save 10%. Thanks for listening. Stop. That thing's operational. Dr. Ben, now might be a really good time for you to get angry. That's my secret, Captain. I'm always angry. Hello and welcome to episode 75 of the usual podcast, a podcast where we discuss Star Wars The Old Republic, the Star Wars franchise, and geek and pop culture. I'm your host, Marshall, and with me is my co cool. will what's going on buddy how you doing
1: uh, i'm good and marshall's always angry just
0: like the hulk well that's why i put that clip in because my anger knows no bounds <laughs> so my friend here we are this is episode 75 and what i checked uh, just now as that bumper was playing was just to see how many episodes we had published right and this is episode 75 of our main show we have published 95 episodes Ooh. so we are five episodes away from um i mean something don't do math well but 100 episodes so that's five five more yeah yeah so here we are this actually would be 96 so we're recording right now actually 97 because because we have because i'm still editing the verse episode that should be out hopefully by the time you listen to this if not i'm screwing things up uh but anyway man um we're close dude i think our patron round table might be very 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 close to episode 100 which would be pretty damn cool that would be very cool I concur. Well, since you don't have anything else cool to say, (laughs) uh, we're just sitting here enjoying our usual frosty beverages. What are you drinking, dude?
1: Uh, Well, you have force fed me some Captain Coke tonight.
0: Yep, that happened.
1: I had a shot of it. Had a little Captain in me.
0: Yeah, that happens. It's just the way it goes. I'm drinking that's I the no singing. There'll be no singing. So I went back to one of my old standbys because I was in a pinch today at the store because I was out of beer. Uh I grabbed a hop stupid. Yes, yeah, the one you're um, named for. Mm,
1: named for you. No,
0: that's rude. Uh <laughs> but this is a Logan news brewing company, which I love, and it has a good kick. So by the end of the show we'll be good to go.
1: You know, I, I I'm mm. I'm admiring your your pile of Funko's mm-hmm. and I think you should post a picture of that on your Instagram.
0: Well, they're telling me what to do. And we, normally when people tell me what to do, I do the opposite.
1: You know, you should absolutely at <laughs> no time post a picture of that because nobody wants to see it.
0: So before we get started, if you have comments, questions, <laughs> you can find us at the usual podcast.com, emails us at theusualpodcast at gmail.com. And then we are on Facebook, Google plus Pinterest and Instagram. I am at Darth Pops on Twitter. Will is at Ammo Griggs. We are on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google play. Uh, of course, please give us positive ratings. We are sitting at an awkward 21. With, perfect stars but we would like more and maybe it'll do a thing help us out find help us find out if it does a thing so
1: really you're saying we have 105 stars
0: Mm. i don't do math i don't know is that 105 yes 21 times 5 yes cool i learned something i'm an english teacher for a reason bro (laughs) The, the numbers don't even work in my head i was actually trying to do it as you said it (laughs) <laughs> it's, just like, it's just not going to happen.
1: You're funny.
0: Yeah, okay. So we have the timestamps in the show notes for non-Sortor fans. We have some cool, some Sortor stuff, uh some Star Wars stuff, and we kind of changed our um, roundup a little bit. Um, but first and foremost, I want to put at the top of the show, we do have our patron roundtable show coming up. We are recording that here in just a couple weeks. It'll actually be at a pretty good time because um, it'll be post-New uh, York Comic Con when we get the new news for um Kotet. Yes. And we also will get a bunch of really cool stuff from New York Comic Con. So, and we actually have one of our, one of our awesome patrons, uh, is actually going to the Cantina event tomorrow night. That's and, right. And sadly, very sadly, we, cause I have parents, my parents are coming into town. So when you listen to this, um, all the cool stuff has already happened. <laughs> yes, but um, we will come back very, very quickly uh with our patron show and let you guys know what we think of all the stuff that happened. And fortunately, we're going to bring a bunch of other sport fans on and stuff like that. So, although um, you're listening to this, and it's literally, literally the day before the cantina, um, we will come back very soon with more cool stuff.
1: I will say that uh, you know, as everyone knows, well, your I- name
0: as well. Yeah, you ain't throwing that out there.
1: Um, that as everyone knows, you know, around Comic Con times, it's a great time for the for studios to put out posters and photos. Yeah, absolutely. And, and so there's a whole bunch that got released this week. So uh, I've already actually shared most of them to to Pinterest. Yeah. So check them out. You'll see the uh, the new one for John Wick, which is cool. Okay. Uh, all the new Power Ranger character posters, which are actually I'm not a huge Power Ranger fan. Yeah. But all the artwork on the posters are awesome. Sweet. Uh, the new Pirates of the Caribbean poster.
0: Oh. Okay. Um, along with the, oh, teaser, I saw that. That was, uh, yeah, sick. along
1: with the teaser trailer that came out this week. Uh, Harvey R. Bardem looks great in it. Um, yeah, a whole bunch of really good posters got real. Oh, I posted the, uh, the new Lego Batman posters that were released for Batman Day. Nice, dude. Yeah, lots of cool posters. So, uh, be sure you check them out.
0: Very cool. So before we, um, I guess get too deep into this, we should play our Star Wars, uh, our Swotor bumper and then I'll come back because we have something at the top of the community show I don't want to forget about. So, let's get to... Is this the Extra mm. Life? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, we're... soldier.
1: Yes. Do you want to fight? I'm ready. You do not have to stand against me. Instead, I will share all of this with you,
0: if you will only kneel.
1: Okay, I'm...
0: You're talking over the bumper i am cool. i'm
1: sorry i'm good because i'm excited I, i'm gonna jump in here really quick because listening to this bumper just of course reminded me of darren de paul who everybody loves Who i know and love exactly well when we ran into him at comic-con i was hanging out with him for this few hours at the uh the uh, uh legendary yeah the the geek and sundry panel mm-hmm. stuff um he mentioned an upcoming project that he was gonna be in yeah and uh, i'm starting to see ads for it yeah, yeah so yeah. i'm like i'm listening for it i'm like Am I hearing his voice yet? What's going
0: on? (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty cool. But he is a a New York City Comic Con this week. No, no, he certainly is. And he's going to be there with Svotor, which is pretty cool. Um, They also have the the voice of... um, Valen again? Yes. Yeah, which is going to be cool. All right, man. So we have a quick promo bumper. Mm. Promo. Are you sure? Yes. Can I just say it's a bumper? Bumpers. Just just to piss people off. So we're going to, okay. So we are obviously part of Wookie Mistake and Unholy Alliance guilds on the Harbinger server. And Extra Life is coming up in about literally a month from yesterday. Yes. So here we go. Uh, Listen to, (laughs) you haven't heard this yet. (laughs) Uh, JT and Jesse tell us all about what our guild is doing for uh, Extra Life. Please
1: tell me it's their witty back and forth.
0: Um, Well, there may or may not be some singing. So here we go.
1: Awesome. do re mi fa JT, what are you doing? I am warming up my voice to sing our fundraising song for extra life. Oh, that's right! November 5th is the Extra Life Kids Charity Marathon. Last year, we promised to sing a SWOTOR song if we raised $5,000. It was called Frozen in Carbonite, and it was an instant YouTube sensation. Ha! But JT, I'm afraid that due to overwhelming response, this year we've promised that if we raise $5,000,
0: we won't sing.
1: Okay, okay. So what about the real prizes? We are going to be giving away Rogue One merchandise, the chance to watch a Star Wars movie in Discord with SWOTOR community manager Eric Musco, and one lucky winner will get a personalized voicemail greeting by none other than Valcourt himself, Darren DeBall. Wow, that's so exciting. All that plus playing SWOTOR for 12 hours straight. Yeah, we know it used to be 24 hours straight, but we're all getting older and no one can manage 24 hours of anything. There will be in-game events and live streaming all day long. The fun starts on Saturday, November 5th at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern. Visit unholyalliance.org slash extra life to find out more, to sign up, or sponsor a player today. This is a really great
0: event, and we always have a blast, so get involved and...
1: Play games.
0: Heal kids. Ah, I love those guys. Uh, so... <laughs> Yes, it was a YouTube sensation. It was quite the YouTube sensation. Uh, so yeah, man. So that's happening. Um, I'm excited about the prizes. Of course, I don't feel like any of us should be eligible for those prizes, but I really want, I really want, um, to raise as much money as possible. So we, you and I have already talked about our ideas for that day. I have something going on right in that morning. Uh, I'm not 100% sure when it's starting, uh, but I'm guessing eight, nine Pacific, something like that. And it'll run for 12 hours. I can't wait. I'm glad it's only 12 because 24 is really difficult to do.
1: Yeah. You know, with, with it going 24 hours, there's way too many times where you're falling asleep in elevators.
0: Well, look, man, I, I, I like beer. Yes, you do. I fall asleep at yes, my computer do. often and that just, that just happens. So get used to it <laughs> okay <laughs> anyway man so that's guild stuff let's get into our weekend game what did you do dude
1: um i am still trying to bust out dvl yeah. um i hear you it is and it, honestly it's just because the, the the times i've been able to get on because of my spotty wi-fi is usually really late at night um and so it's just it's hard for me to t- team up with people to yeah. uh to be able to play. It's, it's either really late at night or, like, right when I get off work before everybody else gets off work. Yeah. And so um, I'm, I'm doing all the solo stuff. So I've been doing a lot of crafting. Um, I'm trying to finish up the uh, the six um, uh, crafting uh, things, and uh, I've done four of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm almost done
0: with one, and I have one more to go. Word up. Uh, I have done nothing, pretty okay. much. Um, actually... The only thing I did manage to do, uh, it was homecoming week last week. Um, as you'll hear in our verse episode. Uh, but the problem with that was that I was just running around like crazy. I was too exhausted. I fell asleep super early most nights, just running around with the kids and doing a bunch of stuff. Um, but on Friday night it was one of the longest days I think I ever had. Uh, I've had in a long time. And yeah, I,
1: you were I, running around like a chicken. Oh with man,
0: the I I worked. I helped the kids get the thing. It was the rally. Then I went to the. Then I went got pizza and and like we usually do um, pizza for the kids pizza movie night then I went to the football game then I came back and then I was like 45 minutes late for wog but it was just in time to do a ping pong eyeless run so we did that which was pretty cool
1: yeah, did I see you guys did it on both story mode and hard mode? W-
0: that was the week before. Oh. Okay. Uh, and then this last week we did just story mode, I believe. Ugh, I don't know. I had drank a lot that week, uh, <laughs> that day. Um, but I think it was just story mode. Yeah. Because Elise and I were tanking together and it was, it was pretty awesome. You
1: guys are fun to watch tanking.
0: Oh, it's fun. So we did that and I was late, but we got it in this week. My parents are in town. So I'll be, uh, won't be able to, won't be able to do log, but uh, hopefully it happens anyway. Hopefully you can make it. Yeah, I'm
1: gonna try to be. It, it just the uh, the the hard thing is is that it's Friday nights. Yeah, and of course, you know, I live in a trailer park, and so everyone is streaming Netflix or whatever on Friday nights, and so
0: Indeed. it's it, there's no bandwidth. Well, one of the things that I I've been trying to do this last week, uh, amongst editing shows and and other things I do and the writing and stuff, I I I've been really wanting to go back to Fallout uh Fallout 4. I think you've
1: been mentioning that for weeks.
0: And the reason being is because I've um uh, been watching Sans Pants Radio. They one of the guys, the guy that as the DM for D D is for Nerds. Right. He uh plays he does this uh YouTube channel called um well he does a YouTube show called uh Adam Falls Out his name is Adam. Right. <laughs> and it's basically him and two of the other Sans fans guys watching him play Fallout <laughs> and them talking smack. It's, it's really a lot Please of fun. Please tell
1: me there's drinking involved. Oh,
0: yeah. With Adam, there usually is. Um, but it's a lot of fun, man. And so I've been wanting to go back to that. Um, so I've been playing that a little bit too. So cool. Um, but let's get to the news, man. Uh, this hopefully won't be too long of a show. Um, uh, we got stuff going on. And I have to go soon. So.
1: Yeah, there's not a ton of Star Wars news. We've got a couple of cool little stories. Um and We're in SWTOR still though. I'm just saying for yeah. the overall show.
0: Overall, yep. No, continue, please. I hate you. No, please. So much. Oh, and predictably, there's the hatred. Um Skeens outline strikes again. But I love you. Well, that's <laughs> that's unexpected. Um so <laughs> We did have maintenance on September 20th and keep in mind guys, this is two weeks worth of news. Right. Um, we had maintenance on September 20th. Okay. So there were some issues when that came back online. Uh, on the 21st, the PvP leaderboards weren't displaying properly and that was something that was happening, um, on the site. Um, I, I'm not sure if it's even been resolved yet, but I, I imagine it has been. Okay. So, um, so someone asked for the second time in a, in a week, I'm hearing rumors in, uh, guild chat or, General chat is what I'm guessing. That the new expansion later next month will include expanding the weapons used by characters. So Ooh. um well, okay, so what that would mean is like if you're a sniper, you could use a lightsaber or you could use some other kind of like uh um maybe not even so far as a lightsaber, but maybe no, I'd like, say a vibration. But like, you know, or or like uh assault cannon for example, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, I can even understand a Vibrosaur, but you don't want to like, something that's, like, almost necessary for force
0: sensitivity. Like, I mean, it's
1: not necessary, but...
0: No, I agree.
1: So, So clearly attuned to it.
0: Yeah, well, it's a rumor, and Eric addressed it. He said, this is a good question, and one that we've received quite a few times over the past few years. Although we don't normally comment on rumors, I thought it was a good one to jump in front of. As of right now, there's no intention of expanding the weapons available to classes. So... Uh, part of it he says always been our design uh, goal that when a player sees another character they'll be able to tell what that class that player was at a quick glance so you know especially now with all of the changes to the alpha designer like I could look like a smuggler and wield a lightsaber if I want to Yeah, I mean that is true so uh, basically they I from what I'm getting from this they want it to be a defining feature of that class it's like when you see someone in assault cannon you that's know, a, a that's a trooper. Yeah. yeah.
1: The only and I and I actually uh, this is one of the instances where I actually completely agree with it. Yeah. Um, I'm okay with them not making it widespread, but the frustrating thing for me is the instance we have, like when we got all the HK stuff, right? Where if you're he had three different things, it was what a vibrosword, a, a blaster rifle, and yeah,
0: a, that was kind of annoying.
1: Yeah. Well, if you didn't have any of those, three, you couldn't use those weapons, and right. you couldn't sell them. It was they just were filling up. It's your just box. junk.
0: Yeah. I'm with you, man. Um, it would be cool. I would like to actually see, like, anybody that shoots a thing should be able to shoot anything. And yes. anything that wields a thing should be able to wield anything, in my opinion. I'm okay with that. Um, and, and I, I wouldn't mind seeing that. I know they will never do it. But, like, for instance, uh, I would like to see, like, my assassin, I would love to sing, you know, not have to be restricted to a dual blade lightsaber, although I think it's cool. Um, I have, I am right now wielding a dual bladed vibro sword, but I'd love to just every once in a while just get a one single blade lightsaber going, you know? Yeah. Or a double blade lightsaber. Okay. The wieldable. I mean, dual wield lightsaber. Yeah.
1: The, the wieldable and the, the, the firing ones. That's because it's still, it's basically keeping you in what you are meant to be carrying. Yeah. But what I like about that is if you want to do it, and actually this is a way for, for Bioware to make more money. Right. Is, Put it in there as another, either a legacy unlock or as a cartel unlock, where you yeah I like that yeah where you have to unlock that ability, but it's only and it's individual for each. Like if you are a sniper and you're only able to use sniper rifles, you have to unlock blast rifle. You've got to unlock huh. assault cannon. And each sounds of those sounds like you're kind of
0: giving them a way to make some more money there, I am, buddy, and
1: just charge it at like <laughs> you know two hundred and fifty cartel coins each, well, or something.
0: maybe a little more now. But I'm with you, dude. I mean, yeah. just cartel coins um, would be. I mean. I don't know man. I mean, obviously it's something people want. Yeah, but still limit it to the firing versus wield. Yeah, and I think that's important. I mean, it'd be weird if you were a smuggler and you're running around with a lightsaber. Exactly. I just think that's weird. Like I I'm with you maybe a vibro sword, but again, it it's it kind of takes away from what it, I don't know. For me, it takes away what it means to be a smuggler, especially if you're a, you know, I don't know, a gunslinger and you're shooting to you're you're supposed to be shooting to uh Pistols and you're wielding two lightsabers. That'd be weird.
1: Yeah, that'd be weird. But I mean, because your
0: abilities wouldn't make sense either.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, they're obviously pattern, patterning. You know, the the smuggler off of uh, mm. you know Han Solo and Lando. I mean, obviously right. the 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 scoundrel, obviously. But right. but not every you know smuggler carries a a a blaster. No, and, and you're- if you're a single blaster carrier like a scoundrel is, right? You know, what's the difference between that and an assault cannon? You no, know, I'm I can understand a dual wielding. Uh uh one because of the abilities, that's different.
0: Right. And 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 the example, the uh the post the the guy who posts on the forum said, uh or girl or whatever, uh well Dave. Um he said, uh hunters will learn to use rifles, etc. So I mean, you know, it doesn't have to be so far of a far fetched of a thing, maybe depending on class, like if going by what you were saying, like if you are a single blade lightsaber wielder, maybe you have to unlock to to do dual wield. Does that make sense? Or to use double bladed, you know? Right. And it would be like a jump for, like, you know, single blaster pistol to double or something. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. I think it would be kind of hard to do a single uh, uh wielding to a double wielding because then your secondary uh, weapon isn't.
0: No, I'm with you. There's a whole host of problems right? Here, which is probably why they're not blade- going to do but it.
1: But a single bladed to a double bladed. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah.
0: No, I'm with you. Alright, so the next thing here, it says, are we ever going to get color, qu- color crystals above 136? Um, and basically that's that plus 41 deal. And Eric basically came out and said, there's so much tied in with that statistic that they're never going to change it.
1: Yeah, makes sense.
0: Yeah. Um, so let's see. Do we need to finish the story before 5.0 was the next question on here? Um, and, and this actually is a good question because when 5.0 comes out, think of how much content is before that. And yeah. then you know how much story content before that. So if a new player comes in, they're like, oh, my God. Like, let's say they're in New York Comic Con. They see that trailer that's going to drop tomorrow, which we won't be able to talk about for a right. week or two. Um, They see that, and they're like, holy crap, I want to get in on this. Then they get in there when it drops, and then they have to do all this other content. So
1: I think that is a, a, one of the main reasons why they... They have the DVL event going uh-huh. because it incentivizes them doing that content.
0: Yeah. No, I agree. And it says, so there are two, Eric, Eric again, there are two elements of this question, story, impact, and logistics. Um, As we've mentioned in the past, Eternal Throne's story is going to be a continuation of the story from Coffee. For that reason, we highly recommend that you play through all of Coffee before jumping Eternal Throne. The choice that you made throughout this expansion will have the consequences that you may not have seen yet. Logistically, the plan right now is you'll be able to jump right into Eternal Throne, which again makes most sense. However, as with past expansions, we would choose, um, we would choose templated, uh, story choices for you to catch your character up. For that reason, again, we highly recommend you play coffee first. So that's essentially, you
1: know, what they could do is, um, when you're creating your character, depending on which, which part you start in. Yeah. Um, they do like a previously on Switch or whatever, and we got regardless, but then you have to you don't have to, but it automatically launches into all the blur trailers from the beginning. Oh, that might be cut. All of the cool. way through yeah. to the Valkorian one and
0: just all the way through there. Um Does that happen, I wonder? Because I know when you start a new character, they start the blur trailers again.
1: Right. From the very beginning ones, but it doesn't automatically prompt what do the
0: coffee later one? ones, I don't yeah. think. Or the uh, uh yeah, the coffee one. And I wonder. Um Another question, are we ever going to go back to Empire versus Republic story? Um, and Eric, one of these answers, he says, I too would love to know what has been going on with the Empire and Republic at this time. He's alluding to the fact that that's probably what's happening in the next expansion. I'm thinking. Uh, also the idea here, guys, is that again, we were recording this before all the info right. drop. And kind of on purpose. (laughs) Yeah. Because I wanna I wanna drop this and then I wanna I wanna get together with as many people as possible and see what they think of this other stuff. So um please uh don't be mad that this comes out probably four days after all the info drop and you're all upset, you're like, Well you didn't talk about it. Well, we recorded beforehand. So we told we gave you ample warning.
1: Today is Thursday.
0: Um today is Thursday, the sixth of uh a month. What month is it? October. Oh, here we are. All right. So, uh, let's see. What else do we needed to cover here? Um, oh, so there was a hackers on the rise again post. Somebody was saying something about hackers. Um, and they gave the typical answer of when you see somebody you think is hacking, report them. Um, but sometimes remember sometimes if it's in P, when you're in PvP and you think someone's hacking, sometimes they're just so much better than you that it looks like they are doing things that are not possible everyone is better than me <laughs> i had a, i was telling you that i had a really bad pvp experience the other day because yeah, i was trying to do some dvl stuff and um it both bu- it bums me out um mostly because i like pvp a lot and i like low b pvp because there's not that many expectations on it but i ran into some guy two matches in a row i guess i am i did okay in the first match So the second match he expected a lot more from me apparently and i was half asleep didn't care And I ran away at some point during something, and he was like, you didn't guard the node. I was like, well, you didn't guard the node either. And we got in this back and forth, blah, blah. And and eventually we ended up ignoring each other. I would like PvP players to be nicer. Yeah. Because especially if it's I'm a level 18 consort, you don't know me. You don't know how terrible i am exactly and you don't know how little i cared in that moment and i didn't care at all <laughs> and you're wearing all greens and look it didn't even matter i didn't even care
1: you know with with how you've been leveling up lately you're probably still in whites
0: oh dude i had just like you had, I had. i had an outfit on had, I had no stats you on had anything. leg wraps on but the thing is you get boosted you get you you know it's it's all boosted and and so it doesn't really matter what you're wearing but the bottom line is it's skill level and i had the skill to do it but it was a new deal for me and i didn't really care so anyway uh so be nicer pvp people okay yes um there was another there was maintenance again on october 4th a couple of days ago and there were actually patch notes that went along with this one really um, even
1: though cuz it was really such a short window because i mean it was only a couple hours
0: right yeah no it was only it wasn't very long um one of the servers had an issue and actually let me go back to that real quick because um the yeah so battle meditation i think that's one of the eu servers was offline for hours and hours and they finally fixed it um but that was an issue when they came back on that server didn't come back on um, and before I get to the other patches, let's just bust the other things out here. Uh, there was a credit sellers, um, and spammers thing again. And I thought this post was kind of cool. So Eric came out and he says, as you may know from previous posts on the topic, when it comes to credit sellers, we often do large takedowns at one time. This allows us to have a large impact on credit sellers without, um, them being able to react. Today was one of those instances. And this was on October 4th. He said, with today's maintenance, we acted on a a few different uh, initiatives to help curb the in-game chat and mail spam of credit sellers. Some examples of what was done today include banning of thousands, thousands of credit selling accounts, closing a loophole that existed promotion, uh, in an existing promotion that allowed credit sellers to quickly and easily make accounts which could send you in-game mail and access the fleet. Um, made adjustments to some uh, existing automated functions to better uh, catch credit sellers and more. Of course, they don't want to tell us everything, so keep in mind. Of course, make sure you always report stuff is what they're saying.
1: Yeah, I had noticed that uh, over over the last month or so. Whenever I logged in, I always had at least three or four. Yeah, it man. was ridiculous.
0: No, I'm with you, man. Um, one one last thing I want to mention here is <laughs> there was a weird bug, which I, I just love the name of this. Okay, it's called double bladed saber size increase. <laughs> that's what she said yeah that's just funny anyway so uh apparently uh somebody was asking is this a stealth change i mean i haven't logged in yet to see if my lightsaber size had increased um but it said uh, it's not a stealth change uh this is tate Not a stealth change to the size of dual sabers. Don't worry. It's a bug with the data that sets the size of the weapon. Um, It's currently happening to all weapon types, but it's most noticeable on dual sabers. So we're going to have their engineers look at the problem and should we fix an upcoming patch. So um, we might all have big sabers. I want
1: my sniper rifle to go for days.
0: (sighs) Don't we all? Don't we all? All right, man. So quick patch notes. Uh, Latest patch was um, 4.7.2. And Batting Contract Week is back, so if you need stuff for DVL, right. that's your time. Um, Relics of the Grease coming back, so that is um, uh, from October 18th to the 25th. Um, sorry, I didn't say the dates of Batting Contract, but that's the 11th, uh, sorry, uh, October 11th. Oh, sorry, the 4th of the 11th, excuse me. Um, so in general, uh, there's a couple of things uh that they fixed um but really it's just some bug fixes with decorations and a couple of other things cartel market loincloth some loincloth of the wicked huntress's robe was no longer static which is um, probably good um uh they added some missing visual effects in the shroud of memory chapter fixing an issue where it could become impossible to converse with rusk at certain influence levels uh on the bonds of duty and that was an is- issue that people were having i think right um and um let's see Fix an issue that caused areas of the battle cruiser in Chapter 15 to disappear at certain camera angles, which I think would be weird. That's funny. And the companion interaction UI is no longer blank after recruiting Rusk, so I didn't exam- encounter that, but that could be a problem.
1: You know what's funny? I mean, just thinking about you know coding bugs and stuff like yeah. that. Where do you remember when the game first started and all the datacrons were out? Uh, not datacrons, but uh, exploration. Yeah. Areas. And you could never unlock Spaceport on Coruscant. Right. Right. Well, th- the funny thing is, you actually could, but the only way to do it was to get up into the rafters and walk up a beam. And and I figured this out because you remember me when the game right, first right, started, right, right. I went everywhere. Oh, yeah, I was walking you do that. every single corner just to see where it went. Right. And I this one, it was a beam, and you walked up to the roof and your head stuck out and you just saw Coruscant. <laughs> and it was only there that it would unlock.
0: Oh, that's funny. Um, so man, yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty much it. There's something, uh, there's no longer a placeholder text in the pack opening confirmation dialogue option and tooltip. Um, but that has to do with French and German clients. So we're all good, man. Uh, not much of a patch, but it happened.
1: Yeah, no, the, but there's, uh, you know, I'm sure also is, uh, you know, resetting servers and stuff and yeah. you know, getting rid of all those accounts and
0: exactly. Yeah. Um, so man, uh, I have a couple of things real quick before we get out of store tour. Uh the first thing of course is the full cinematic trailer for The Knights of Eternal Throne hits tomorrow. Um there was a new teaser trailer, did you watch the new one? I have not. I have not and watched- actually
1: the one that I, the first one with the with the Buddhist looking guy. I was only really slow on my phone so I, I haven't even been able to watch this, that one at oh, full speed. Oh,
0: killing me, bro. Well, let's just start from the beginning then. Dude, don't don't
1: be mean to me. Okay.
0: Here we go. So this is the first teaser trailer, I believe. Now, you think it's a kid? What do you think?
1: I don't know, and I don't (laughs) care because it just looks cool.
0: Yeah, so it looks cool, and we have determined it looks cool. We have no other comments at this time, apparently. Uh, Let's get into the second teaser trailer, which is over here. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So I have a theory real quick, and this is gonna be pretty obvious. That person holding the lightsaber obviously is the same kid in the other part. Okay. Okay, that's they have the same face in my head. Um and then the one coming towards them is
1: Kylo. No.
0: <laughs> oh god. It's obviously Valen, I think, but I think so, so. Um she's got that swagger in the hips that I think is pretty Valen. Yeah, her hips don't lie. Okay. So anyway, uh so man, yeah, so I'm excited about uh, whatever we get tomorrow, I'm sure it's going to be a whole slur of stuff. We are going to have our very own, uh, patron Zen, uh, reporting back to us for our patron show. Um, and I cannot wait. I'm just thinking about just waiting until then and just talking about it all and see how many people, uh, see, like what we say or.
1: Sounds good. Thanks, Zen.
0: Yeah. Thanks, Zen. This is, uh, before we play the bumper for the Star Wars section, I wanted to talk about the latest Star Wars show. And we've talked about the Star Wars show in the Star Wars section before. Yes, we have. Um, I'm not going to have us watch it. It's eight minutes or so. There's a bunch of stuff leading up to New York Comic Con, which we're going to talk about and some other stuff. Um, actually talking to, uh, um, Ashley Eckstein about her universe and also right. about, um, the Ahsoka novel coming out.
1: Oh, awesome.
0: Um, so it's a really cool we have a link in the show notes for that. But what's actually really cool is um there's a moment for Swotor in there. And oh, awesome. it actually throws the trailer in there. So uh the short, you know, the right. teaser trailer. So they talked about that for a minute. So it's actually kinda cool to see um Swotor make the Star Wars show. So yeah. I thought that was kind of neat. Giving
1: them a little bit of love. Yeah,
0: absolutely. So definitely check that out, and that is in the show notes, and we are going to get into our Star Wars section.
1: Pew pew.
0: I was raised to do one thing, but I've got nothing to fight for. Nothing will stand in our way. I will finish what you started. You know, I've just decided... I am going to make a uh, Rogue One trailer for oh, the next year. <laughs> nice. So once we get, uh, I'm going to compile the uh, latest ones and I'll put it together. Word. All right. So discussion topic to start the show. Um, I saw this and I think most people have seen this. Um, but this is, I, I don't remember where I saw this. Maybe it was on Nerdist. Yeah, it was on Nerdist. It says, uh, Daisy Ridley really Star Wars Edition is so insanely good. And it goes in this whole thing about how, um, when they were, when just her performance was so much better than everybody else. So they're just like, yeah, we're going to go with her kind of thing. Yeah. Right?
1: Well, it's obvious that it was good because she got the job.
0: Well, no, but I mean, it's just like, um, it, you see this picture of her and she's just, it, it's just so good. But anyway, I don't think there's a video, uh, uh, um, along with this, like I thought there was, but it says with an exclusive uh, new video from Buzzfeed, really's audition gets a talk through yeah, treatment. I think that's video. Oh, is this it? Oh. Oh, it is. Never mind. So there's a video. It's a minute long, so we're gonna watch it. Yeah, we are. Here we go. Get out of my head. <laughs> so good. She dude. is a really good actress. She really is. Um so this is a cool link. Uh we have in here, it's a short clip, it's about a minute long. Um and it's basically JJ talking about how yeah. they came across uh old Daisy Ridley.
1: Yeah, and it it shows the uh the interrogation scene by Kylo.
0: Yeah, which is pretty badass. All right, man. So I thought that was a pretty cool thing. Uh, let's get into some film news.
1: Yeah. Uh, Turner, time, uh, Turner Broadcasting. There it is. Uh, you know, obviously after, after Ted Turner has obtained the rights to not only the original six films. Okay. But also all movies that are slated. So that means that they have, uh, broadcast rights. What, what I mean by broadcast rights are, uh, TV? Yeah, TV broadcast. Okay. okay. So this, I was getting confused. Yeah, this is not pay TV either. So like, th- there's the going to be a separate, stuff. yeah, well, there's going to be a separate deal with Netflix. There's going to be a separate right. deal with HBO, Showtime, all those things. But for uh, standard broadcast rights, Turner's going to have the rights. Um, and I can't remember how long they said it was going to be, but it, it's for all six films. Okay. Plus, um, episode seven, eight, nine, plus Rogue One and the Han Solo movie. Oh, wow. I don't think it includes the 2020 film. Okay. But I'm not sure.
0: Uh, Let's see here.
1: And they did their first showings, uh, uh, about a week and a half ago. Yeah. They did six straight nights showing all six films. Um, and then they did marathons over the weekends.
0: Wow. Crazy.
1: Yeah. So they've showed them on TNT, but, uh, because Turner owns both TBS and TNT, they can show them on either.
0: So what do you think? What do you think this means?
1: Um, I think it's interesting that they sold these rights to Turner and not to ABC Family.
0: Yeah, it seems weird, right? But on the other hand but because of the PG thirteen ones, you think?
1: No, because um uh ABC Family has all the rights to the Harry Potter films.
0: Right. right which right, right, is right. owned by which Universal. Is, yeah, that's Universal. So yeah, yeah. um That's weird.
1: No, sorry, Warner Brothers.
0: Is it? Yes. Yes, Warner Brothers.
1: And um yeah, so it is I mean it it's not unheard of yeah. that it goes around. For example, like uh, the Friends, the yeah. T V show Friends, even though it was um shown on NBC, which is owned by at the time was owned by Universal, right, um, it was made by Warner Brothers. Right, right. So I mean, you do usually have one creating and one distributing. It's just like the the original Star Wars films were made by Lucasfilm but distributed through Fox.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. Um all right, man. So, do you want? We just want to talk about this now.
1: Oh, actually, I haven't even seen this one.
0: Uh, oh, I thought this one you put in.
1: No, I didn't put this one in.
0: No, I put this one in, but I thought this one you were gonna put in. I okay. said I had a link for it. Oh, yeah. that was a different one. So, uh, so Carrie Fisher, uh, gives her take on Han Solo and Princess Leia's split, and this was on, um, let me it was find this Saskatoon. What what I don't even know what that is.
1: It's Saskatoon is uh, a city in Saskatchewan.
0: Okay. So she's sitting down with uh somebody, some guy, some dude, let's see. Oh, uh, let's see what she says here. Alright, so <laughs> Carrie Fish is insane. So she's hilarious. Yeah, no, she's awesome. And uh her take on Han Solo and Princess Leia split up. He spent too much
1: time with the hairy guy.
0: With the hairy guy. He smuggled away too much and... Didn't take her on the hyperspace
1: uh, often enough.
0: Euphemism. So, amazing. Yeah, I so lo- she has robots to take care of that. Well, I never. Don't we all? <laughs> That's weird. All right, so let's get to the next thing. So, Rogue One time, buddy. I put a bunch of Rogue One stuff in here. You did. So, you want to talk about something? Um, Sure you won't have to but um so there was some other characters revealed since we're talking about it now um no uh, and a lot of this came out in the last week week and a half or so so uh, a star Wars uh story character descriptions revi released so um let's see here where was it oh uh Today we have new character descriptions from Row One that will feature new alien characters as well as some new bad guys we'll meet. Check out the descriptions below, and this is on Comic Book News and courtesy of Making Star Wars, which we all love. So uh the first one is Moroff. Speech. The species is Gagoran. Do you know what? The, I don't know that, that species. Looks like Right. Uh description. Morov seeks out combat zones to sell his brawn and firepower to anyone who might need it. The mighty Gagoran Gorg- mercenary uh, figures there's money to be made for a towering heavy gunner. I wonder if that's the guy who is the alien guy, right? Who's yelling in that one clip, and he's firing that gun out of the sh- out of the ship. Remember?
1: It could be, but this guy's supposed to be... This says it's very tall.
0: Hmm. Well, I don't know then. Anyway...
1: And then we have Rebel Commando Pow, who's a Drabata. What's a Drabata? I don't know. Hmm. Amphibious. So I'm guessing kind of like a... It's badass.
0: Yeah, that'd be cool.
1: Um, and then we have a Scarif Stormtrooper Commander, which is very cool because they also just introduced a Scarif character in Galaxy of Heroes. Mm-hmm. Because Scarif is the name of the planet, the beach planet.
0: Right, right. Which is awesome. And then we also have Hover Tank Driver.
1: Which means that we're going to see a Hover Tank.
0: <laughs> and... Uh, uh- Let's see. It's gonna be a stormtrooper. Okay. (laughs) I I I don't know what the point is. It says Imperial combat driver drivers operate the Imperial arsenal armor. Ooh, nifty. Um, uh, combat drivers are highly armored. Blah blah. blah. So let's check out the pictures. That's more interesting. Ooh. We have a link in the show notes for this. This is it's not labeling them though. Oh, you know what? I bet this was from.
1: That's the hover tank driver. Yeah.
0: You think? (laughs) (laughs) The one that looks like a stormtrooper. Well, There's two aliens we can't decipher, but the other ones we Yeah, got. but the
1: Scarif was also a sort of stormtrooper.
0: Yeah. Oh, well, so we blew that. Next story. <laughs> so, uh, some casting news. Um, Valen Kane, uh, has been cast as Jane Urso's mother. Do you know who she is? I do not. Well, uh, she looked vaguely familiar, but I'm trying to think. Let's see. Oh, Valen Kane, star of The Fall, will play uh Lyra UrsO in Rogue One: A Star Wars Story. The
1: Fall is the British show with Gillian Anderson. Oh, is it? Okay, yes. cool. They just started its third season, I believe. Awesome, cool, man. Um, all right. Uh, we also have some uh, cool news. Uh, <laughs> oh, actually, I didn't see that. One. Go ahead.
0: <laughs> so, remember. Remember the other day, and the only reason I include this, is because we talked about the other day about the cost of building an ATAT. Right. And so do you remember, uh, this was years ago when there was a petition for the White House, uh, and once you get a certain amount of, uh, votes, you know, petition right, the signatures, Depart- they have to address it.
1: Yeah. The Department of Defense. Right. Did they finally respond?
0: So, well, they responded back then and said it was going to be very expensive. Right. Right. And they said, you know, costs cost prohibited, blah, blah, of blah. building a Death Star. Right. So, this is amazing. So, Rogue One, cost to build building Death Star revealed. So, uh, so remember when the internet did its thing, petitioned the US, blah, 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 and it says, uh, Twizzle, I don't know what Twizzle is, calculated how much it would cost to build the Death Star, and there's a lot of zeros involved. The site is reporting the space station would require more than, are you ready for this? Uh, 20, okay, I'm not even gonna say That's it. That's 22,
1: 22 qu- quintillion. <laughs> Four hundred
0: and fifty two quadrillion dollars. Wow. This makes me laugh so much. And the site also created an infographic that breaks down the build into material, size, and transportation. Since the Death Star was over one hundred and forty kilometers, the project would need more than eight hundred and fifty two quadrillion, a figure which equals the world's GDP thirteen times over. Yeah, not just the US's GDP, that's the world's that's GDP. All the whole world. Um as for getting the Death Star into space, it would cost twenty thousand dollars per kilogram. So overall the transportation would cost about twenty-one quintillion. Wow. So we're just getting into numbers that are stupid. <laughs> so when the US estimated cost for the Death Star, um Paul uh Sharcross lowballed the number by a lot. The chief of the science and space branch of the White House said it would cost more than 850 quadrillion, quadrillion dollars. <laughs> it says we're working hard to reduce the deficit, not expand it. <laughs> a Death Star would be badass, though.
1: That would be, well, no.
0: But what would we need it for? We wouldn't. But I would live on it.
1: Uh, do you think you know how to uh, install water main?
0: Look, man, I just want to just like have a pub. I just, I mean, every, look. No, I, w- I get it. You no, want, no. you want a plum? No, I w- no. Don't don't try to set me up. What I would do is I would have a pub, okay, and I would bartend on the Death Star. What I would do is I'd hang out. I'd have basically a pretty cool little cantina. Stormtroopers come after a hard day, have a couple brewskis, go back to bed, get ready for the Imperial work the next day.
1: Yeah, that's where I'm at. Okay, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm I'm. I mean, there's or- gotta be
0: civilians, right? Yeah, then we're getting into this, aren't we?
1: <laughs> well, there's the infographic right there.
0: Uh, Yeah, so <laughs> we have a link in the show notes. This is insanity, dude. This is just absolutely crazy. So anyway, uh, we're going to close this and move on with our lives. But if you are into that, it's funny. Um, I was setting you up for a joke. What joke? It? No, just the me Death Star. I thought it was funny. I mean, yeah. I mean, you were trying to get me there. And then I said, I don't a pub. And I mean. The listeners already heard it. You're killing me,
1: dog. (laughs) Um, All right. So as we know, that you are extremely looking forward to, dude. Can I word that any odd more oddly? Uh That you are, yeah, dude. Seriously, what the hell is wrong (laughs) with me? Words. Um, You are highly anticipating (laughs) Doctor Strange.
0: Oh, and now here's another
1: reason: is that the final theatrical Rogue One trailer. This is not counting TV spots. Uh, We'll be arriving with Doctor Strange
0: So I'll watch this movie Three times Once because I want to see Doctor Strange really bad Yes, The second time to watch the Rogue One trailer again And the third time to watch Both and enjoy both again
1: Yeah and don't forget you're going to be jealous Because next week I'm going to be at Disneyland And California Adventure and they're going to be playing 15 minutes Of it for me to watch It's I hate you
0: so, let's move on. So, there was some composer issues, apparently, for Rogue One. Did you really? hear about
1: this? No, I did not. Open
0: it up. Um, so, this is interesting because I saw this a couple of weeks ago, actually. Yeah. Because
1: um, Alexander Plot was doing it.
0: Uh, the Hollywood Reporter uh, basically saying Oscar winner composer Alexander De Duplatt, Duplatt? I don't know how you say it. Um, who's best known for creating music, the Grand Budapest Hotel, Argo, etc. Um, he is not doing it anymore. So it says, don't fret, Disney and Lucasfilm have already replaced him with Michael Giacchino. Giacchino. Giacchino.
1: Um, Yeah, this actually makes a lot of sense um, because Giacchino has uh, done a lot of work not only with J.J. Abrams, but with Disney. Because he did Zootopia, he did um, Ratatouille, um, he did The Incredibles, but he also did Lost. Um, He did the Star Trek films. um,
0: Right, and well... Sorry, I went up too far. But was and it, he's fantastic. Yeah. No, G. is great. And, and I agree. And I love all the soundtracks. Um, Incredibles was <laughs> incredible. Uh, but what I'm saying is, uh, the reason being is, well, according to source for THR in this article, the Rogue One reshoots led to scoring calendar being pushed back, creating a scheduling conference for the plot. And so that's really the only reason behind. Yeah, no, switching. I mean, he's,
1: he's supremely talented. I it, mean, he's, he's won, I think, three Oscars. Yeah. Um, I think two of them he beat John Williams out. Wow. Uh, he actually also, he, um, I think one of the reasons why they chose, uh, Despot to begin with over Giacchino is that, uh, Displot already has a history of taking John Williams scores and building on them because he took over one of the later Harry Potter films. Oh, okay. After, um, John Williams did the first three.
0: Yeah, no, cool. And, and what's interesting is not like he started doing it, and they're like, you suck. Get out of here. Yeah, no, it was, it was scheduling. Yeah, so I think that's cool.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm actually sure that they're both going to be labeled on to- there. Because yeah, he totally. did the first major part, I'm sure. And-
0: oh, yeah. Especially, I mean, the trailers came out before they did the reshoots, right? Or did they?
1: Yeah, but trailers tend to actually come out with music that isn't from... So it's really funny. There's actually an interesting history to trailer songs. Okay. If you go and watch the original first trailer for Saving Private Ryan, yeah. which is now very well known for the John Williams score that that was in it, right. including the major song Hymn for the Fallen, but the very first trailer actually had uh, Mark Shaman's music from American President. Oh, wow. Okay. In the very first trailer. So interesting. It's, it's really kind of interesting because the filming is done, but the, the scoring is one of the last things to get done.
0: Right. Um, so, the next thing here is from the Han Solo film and uh three actresses and and let me let me put a this might be a good time to say we are recording literally the first day of new york comic-con yeah and there's a bunch of stuff that's going to come out over the weekend so some of this might be outdated and and if it's outdated it's outdated and thank you for listening anyway um but this came out literally uh what yesterday yeah yesterday uh the han solo spinoff three actresses are up for the female lead okay
1: Yes, well, we already know the, uh, that Alden Reich is going to be playing
0: Han Solo. Right, we do know that. And so it looks like, according to Variety, there are three actresses in the running for the lead part, which is currently unknown. And again, what are we talking about here? Are we talking about, um, I wonder really what what they're going to do. It makes sense that there's going to be a female lead, uh, probably, I'm guessing, a love interest um, of some sort. Or you're starting to think about something. I can see your face doing weird things. So what say if words. This
1: is the wife from the Star Wars comic.
0: I'm really hoping, and I'm and I'm glad you went blank there too. Her name. Uh, her name was Santa? Sonya, Sana, Sana Solo. Was it?
1: Yeah, something like that. Something that like would that. be. Uh, it's already built into the canon. Yeah,
0: that would be badass. Um, Sonya, Sonya, something like that.
1: But it would be. Now we would finally get that backstory,
0: right? Which would be phenomenal. So, um, three actresses in the running. Uh, it's currently unknown. The consideration for the part is Selma and Creed star Tessa Thompson,
1: who's great. She played uh, Michael B. Jordan's uh, love interest in Creed,
0: right? Power Rangers and Terra Nova star, which I you know, uh, Naomi Scott.
1: Yeah, I was actually a big fan of Terra Nova. I did. Um, was I, will, I was too. Project. It was just too expensive to do.
0: Yeah, I like that show too. Um, and Divergent and Mad Max Free Road, Zoe Kravitz.
1: Yeah, this is Lenny Kravitz's daughter. Um, she already has experience in being in huge franchises. Mm-hmm. Um, I think
0: she is. It was Sana Sola. That's what it is.
1: Yeah. She's kind of an obvious choice. Yeah. Um,
0: if we're talking about Sana Sola. Exactly. But she's darker skinned. But
1: also because she has that experience of being in major, right, major projects before. Um, but I think they might steer away from that because of what they're trying to do.
0: Yeah um so yeah man i've i'm okay with any of them because yeah, i've either. seen
1: all their projects and they they are and i kind of
0: all- hope it's on a solo i really hope that i that's think a thing. it, it yeah.
1: there's it would be hard to not at least touch on that
0: yeah yeah at least get it going yeah uh, especially people and it'd be a nice nod to the people who read the comics absolutely yeah uh so boba fett movie
1: yeah they um is
0: this official now
1: well, a Disney executive has come out and said that the Star Wars 2020 movie is in development. Um, the major rumors are saying it is Boba Fett, but it has not been confirmed. But we do know that the movie is actually in development, which means that they're lining up screenwriters. Right. Uh, they're starting location scouting, stuff like that.
0: Honestly, dude, I'm not. I am I'm, I, I'm probably, might be in that minority here. I'm not super stoked it's a Boba Fett movie. I'd really rather be something else.
1: Yeah, I actually agree. The only way I think that they can really make this work um, is they completely, I can't say completely. Yeah. Uh, They kind of completely ignore what happened in the prequels. Yeah, Um,
0: I mean, we have, I feel like we have the Boba Fett story already. We do
1: a little bit. Um, They have to pull more from the Clone Wars. Yeah. And they're really going to have to introduce this character
0: in um, the Han Solo movie. Yeah. I'm with you, man. All right, so some live action stuff. Yeah, got?
1: a couple of uh, uh, things here um that uh, another Disney executive has actually come out and said that there are still discussions about a Star Wars live-action uh, TV
0: show and that there is still hope. I don't understand how it would be – if they can pull off, for example, Agents an, an Age of S.H.I.E.L.D. that has a freaking Ghost Rider, a Burning Skull, and all this other stuff going on with right all these special all the effects – and not and the Netflix shows. I mean, they're not as heavily, uh, uh um, I guess special effects, right? But if they can pull off a Supergirl, if they can pull off, uh, and um, what's the other one I'm thinking of? Um,
1: Flash and Earth. Flash, Flash is, is a huge
0: one. Ages of Tomorrow. Oh my God! If they can do that, I I think it's ridiculous to say like you know a Star Wars, uh, live action would be um, cost prohibitive. I I I feel like their fear is more. A story issue and continuity issue.
1: Exactly. I and actually, you know what? I think my my idea for this concept is that they follow uh, American Horror Stories lead. Okay. And make it where each season is ten to thirteen episodes, and it's a different story. Yeah. You can't have an ongoing thing. It was, it's such a huge universe, right? Why not? You, yeah, because you're going to have the same sort of issue that they ran into. A loss. It's just you don't have an end game ever, right? Because the universe is too big.
0: Yeah. Have a start and an end. Next season, right. starting it, But
1: over the course of, you know, like with American Horror Story, you have American Horror Story, Murder House, American yeah. Horror Story, Coven, right. you know, Asylum, all stuff, you can have whatever you want, the, the Star Wars story or whatever, Tatooine, and it's right. all about um, people from the Cantina, Mos Asper or whatever, and you just have a little bit, a pocket of the rebellion there, or something like that, or dealing with Jabba yeah. or the Huts or something. Something kind but of rebels like where exactly- it's
0: like there's stuff going on, but it's not integral to right, and what it's we've loosely seen.
1: connected to what we've seen. Of obviously, it would have to be canon, yeah. but by doing that, you can soften the ground for say, if the, if if this had already been going, you could have. Some of the minor characters from Rogue One on Scarif already there, so yeah. when we see a vendor or something that like, hey, that's One, that guy, that's the guy from the <laughs> yeah. show, and you know that it t- it t- and it'd be very inexpensive to do. I
0: think that eventually they'll get there. I think they just need to make sure they're going to do it right because if a Star Wars live action TV show were to have a Firefly esque ish, you know run. That would be a problem.
1: Yeah. Um I just don't and they can't do like what we said with Terra Nova where it was too expensive out, right. out of the box right. or like a Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip. You can't do that. And the cool thing about this is that you can s- start casting unknowns right. and some people and you can involve guest stars very much like they have done with, with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Agreed. But you can't do it so closely to like how Rebels or Clone Wars were because that's obviously a multi-season arc. I agree. Okay. It has to be I think Because that way, if it is only one or two seasons, you're not saying you've already said, okay, this is what it's going to be. Right. So if you do one, or if it waits two years, kind of like Game of Thrones is, where if it goes a year and a half, or Mad Men did, or Sopranos, you know, you can go a little bit longer.
0: Exactly. Um. All right. So what what's this one? Because I have another one. Um.
1: Well, there's another article that says why Star Wars needs a live action uh, TV because it's like the one thing that they're not doing yet, and Marvel is dominating it. Uh, CW is dominating, and and Disney's just being well. Disney owns the Marvel stuff, but Lucasfilm is being left in the dust.
0: So Rebels, um, I I really want to throw out there because the latest season, season three of Rebels has started. Yes, I've watched the first two episodes, and so have I, and they're phenomenal. We are also going to talk about that on our Patreon roundtable show, yes. and um, but. What I found interesting is this article that came out where the Rebel showrunner was really surprised what Thrawn meant to fans. And I so just. So, is this Filoni? Uh, let me open it because I don't. I'm guessing it's Filoni. Filoni. should know. Filoni probably knows. It says, let's see. Uh, do, 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 do. Let me find it. Yeah, David. it is Filoni. Uh, yeah, so he, he. Yeah, it is Filoni. He kind of says, it was pretty amazing, uh, he told Combo.com. Um, it's definitely one of those things, uh, as you build up to it, that you're wondering, okay, is this actually, was this a good idea? And (laughs) what I don't understand is, um, it's the one EU character that everybody wanted, but that's the thing. And I think, okay, so I I think this kind of goes back to what we've always talked about with, um, the vocal minority, like, you know, star Wars fans are very loud right yes we are and not everybody even knows who thrawn is and or has read those novels right they're eu novels you know th-
1: but they are the best-selling eu novels.
0: I, I got you but at the same time
1: and they've been out for 20
0: are all those people watching rebels like there's so many i feel like there's a lot of things uh factors at play here to where filoni would maybe kind of sit and be like well, let's do this, but let's hope it works. And then when it's an overwhelming, like, "Oh my god, this is amazing," he's like, "Well, okay, well, I got a bigger response than I thought," kind of thing. I don't know.
1: Well, that's also the cool thing that you could do in a live action show, yeah, where you could bring back older characters or characters from the EU. That's another thing. I mean, and there's a there's a a, a petition going on right now about the old Republic show, right that's another one that you could definitely do.
0: And one of the things he says here, he says, you always have that moment, no matter how much you like and think it's a good, uh, and think it's good and make the right decisions. There comes a time where you think, where you're about to show it to an audience and you're like, Oh, I wonder if they're really going to like this. And then he comes back and he says, Um, uh, we just wanted, um, we just wanted to always make sure that the character that we were bringing to the screen is very, very, very similar to what Timothy Zahn did in the book. And I think that's super important. And, Outside of the people, the beef people have with his eyes, because right. a Chiss's eyes are not, they don't have actual pupils um, in, I, well, I guess in canon they do uh, now. But um, yeah, no, I, I, I get that. I, I, I kind of yeah, see where I, it's coming from.
1: Yeah, the, the, the point that I think I get from him is that with... Rebels and Clone Wars, you've really had kind of like two types of characters coming in. You have the guest stars, basically, which is like Yoda comes in occasionally, or the R two D two, three C three P O, right, or Bail Organa, something like that, or you're introducing a major character from a previous property as an ongoing arc, and you're not right. sure about it. And that's where you get the overwhelming response of positivity you got from Ahsoka coming back, exactly, Um and also with Rex and the clones. But the kind of underwhelming response we've gotten from Darth Maul. Right. So they, that's why I think because Darth Maul is the most recent one, they were unsure about Thrawn.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. And, and so basically kind of the last thing here, he says, uh, Thrawn, uh, that novel by Timothy Zahn that's coming out, um, will, will really flesh out his story in the new canon, which I'm super stoked about.
1: Yeah. And what I love when they entered, I mean, we're going to talk about this a little bit more in the, the, uh, or should I? S-
0: Does this, wait, hold on a second. Does this, this doesn't officially make, what Timothy Zahn wrote before no. canon. This just means it's they're taking char- this character, yeah, because is, it's the same thing happened with Bane. Yeah, you're right. Yes. Okay. Um,
1: and just what I was going to say is when they introduced him in the 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 pi- uh, the season premiere, and uh, he said, "This is Grand Admiral." Grand Moff Tarkin introduced him as like, "This is Grand Admiral Thrawn." Right. And uh, and the guy said, "Grand Admiral." And they said, "Yeah, he Emperor
0: created he the position." From, yeah.
1: It was just like when. Mo- uh, Tarkin was introduced and I hope they created the Grand Moth mm-hmm. position for him.
0: I, I'm super stoked with the first two episodes of Rebels. Um, I cannot wait to see what they do. And I'm, I'm super, super excited. I, and, and, and we have to hold it there. Yeah. I think. Um, so let's get to Uprising because that's the thing. This happened.
1: Yeah. You know, there was a, a whole wave of, of Star Wars games that came out along with, you know, the whole, Rebirth of merchandising, and one of them that we both started playing a little bit was Uprising, right? And it was interesting because it was the first game that was canon, right? Because it actually it continued a story that was included with, uh, well, it kind of went right after Jedi up to Force Awakens, yep. um But gameplay was very problematic.
0: Yeah, I, I just could, it re- I I yeah. couldn't really get behind the gameplay. It was a it little... required constant attention, yeah, and very repetitive. Yeah, it was super repetitive. It was a little clunky and it was not, it wasn't a fun game. It wasn't fun. Right. It's in not my like,
1: head. I mean, it's like Marvel Puzzle Quest is obviously repetitive. Yeah. But it's a constantly different puzzling gameplay. Right. right. So that makes that different. Whereas Galaxy of Heroes, it is also very repetitive, but they've streamlined a ton of the actions. Oh, yeah. So you can like fly through it.
0: Yeah, and um, so sadly, uh, Star Wars Uprising is shutting down. Oh and, yeah, I buried and the lead. Yeah, you buried <laughs> you buried it pretty deep, bro. Um, it is it is middle of next month, uh, November seventeenth. It is shutting down.
1: Yeah, officially shutting down. Yeah, um,
0: and it's gonna be gone. So if you are still trying to put time in that game for some reason, and you might as well stop now because it is gonna go away. Yeah,
1: nothing's gonna transfer.
0: Yeah. So. Um. All right, man. So let's get to some. I have put some fun merchandise stuff in here.
1: Yeah. So we've got a <laughs> few different uh, merchandise things. Um, of course, uh, the whole Go Rogue series with the uh, uh the stop out motion um, uh, videos of the right. merchandise. Uh, they've released Go Rogue three, and I believe Go Rogue four has now been released. Nice. Um, also one thing I'm kind of excited about. They have a new Hasbro Star Wars Simon. Oh, really? So it's you know, like you know, check it out. Uh, Simon says. Uh, you know the, the little.
0: You know, you have the, to, the Simon with the colors. Yeah, you have yeah. to
1: mirror the, the colors, right? Mm. Well, this one is Vader themed mm. and it's for ages eight and up. It's going to be twenty four ninety nine uh, MSRP and it's going to come out in spring oh, 2017. Nice.
0: My kids have a little mini Simon, which nice. they play. It's kind of fun. Um, so there's a Star Wars R2D2 fridge. I've seen this and a coffee press, which both, I mean, look, just follow the link and, and, and buy it if you can, which you probably can, but I would like them both.
1: Yeah, I haven't seen the coffee press, but I have seen uh, the r 2 d The bridge. coffee
0: press is sick. Let me, let me show you this real quick. My internet works. There we go. Look at this. <laughs> okay, that's awesome. How cool is that, right? That's <laughs> <Yeah>, funny. <laughs> yeah, I want that. It's like he's spewing oil. Yeah, it's amazing. All right, so do that. And then we also have this little bad boy here. Um this is really, really cool. I don't know if you've seen this.
1: Yeah. You know, we're talking about cause babies here and yeah. I'm not actually a big fan of the designs of them. I'm more of the, the Funko pop sort of thing. I agree. Um, but I agree. there are definite fans of this uh, line. Um, but, but this is kind of cool. It bro. is kind of cool because it's glow in the dark.
0: Yeah. So, um, they have, uh, glow in the dark, Darth Vader, uh, cause babies here. It is glow in the dark and also what's the other one? Oh, look at that. Look How cool that is, dude. That is holographic very cool. version. That is very cool. I don't feel like you think it's cool. It's it's not.
1: Right, yeah. well,
0: we're moving on. We're going to move on because my co-host does not think it's cool. No, I
1: think they're very cool to look at. I personally would not have them in my collection.
0: So we're deep. <laughs> I was going to stretch it out enough for him to either hit a mic or to <laughs> do something crazy. Okay. I hit the mic. So the first thing. Um, so we talked about New York Comic Con is starting uh grand emerald thron uh is going to have uh this is just one of the things i picked out we're gonna have a bunch more of this on our next show and 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 i'm sorry for uh i really am sorry that we are i
1: do have some convention news down
0: below no no we're gonna talk more convention stuff but okay. we're gonna have a lot more of it in oh, the absolutely. next couple of days yeah, but absolutely. we're just gonna kind of tip of the iceberg here so uh, New York Comic Con 2016, Grand Admiral Thrawn leads Star Wars Hasbro figures. And look.
1: what? I, first of all, what I love about this is that they're still putting merchandising money into Rebels.
0: Uh, yeah. And so let me find the actual picture. Where's the picture of it? Oh, oh that's awesome! Look how badass that is, right? Uh, um, I just love the white uniform. Oh yeah, the white uniform is just sick. So, uh, definitely check. I mean, this is this, this is just the tip of the iceberg for Hasbro. And the other merchandising stuff that we're going to get from uh, New York Comic Con. So. Absolutely. All right, and- man. We have no trailer for uh, trailer bumper for this section, but we're in our last section. Yeah,
1: we're now into the usual roundup. And we're going to do it mostly like we've been doing lately with some quick theme park news and convention news. Um, but we're going to point, because we're kind of like spacing out some of our shows a little bit uh, more spread out. Yeah. Um, we're going to pick and choose big stories from our other content and uh, feature them here because we don't want to like we said we don't want to go two weeks without touching on something
0: and also if there's something super pressing that we want to talk about we're going to throw that in there in this section and also give you a taste of kind of what we talk about in our other shows if when you see uh real reviews or verse if you're only interested in what we have to say about SWTOR um you know and you're SWTOR and Star Wars if you stay with us to now you'll get a taste for kind of what we talk about in mm-hmm. the other shows and you know, We've been talking about some pretty damn cool stuff, and so yeah, maybe you I, might tune into one of our other shows. would be awesome.
1: Yeah, I think our, our Verse show uh, especially is really cool because yeah. we delve into multiple universes um, and the real reviews are just great because I love movies.
0: Yeah, and, and the Verse show that's coming out before this episode um, if you haven't listened to it uh, we recorded it It was like two hours long. Um, I think when I cut it down and take out us watching, you know, trailers and stuff, it'll be about an hour and thirty-five minutes or so. But um, the verse show has been a lot of fun. And yeah, and
1: if you remember, we used to have that sort of content in our main show. Yeah, but we wanted to. Exp- I mean, there was so much, so much stuff coming through Marvel and DC. Yeah, and, it was overwhelming. And
0: Disney and stuff that we would be end up having three, four hour shows. And I don't want to put a four hour show out every week and have people be like, "Well, I just can't listen to that." And Exactly. Some, but honestly, Honestly, some of our listeners and some of our patrons are like, I don't mind the long shows because I commute and I yeah, do this. Long and, and that's fine. And which is why the summer worked out really well when we were putting out multiple, multiple shows a shows, week. Yeah. Um, so right now we're going to get into our roundup and you'll get a taste of uh, some of our other shows. But the first, first thing I would like to talk about is theme park news. And so <laughs> awesome. Yeah, this is going to be great. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, the thrill ride preview is already up at uh, uh, disney's california adventure um basically yeah, the,
1: the preview is great it's for the ride is gonna be called guardians of the galaxy mission breakout
0: yeah and there's oh there's a little video yeah yo oh, you haven't watched the video i don't think so oh it's cool wow uh wow the undertaking to redo the tower of terror the theming of that yes. is gonna be insane it is I'm, I'm how long is it gonna be shut down for do you know
1: i'm guessing at least a year and a half Yeah, at
0: least a year yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um,
1: I'm really excited for it. I love that it's focusing on the collector. Yeah. Um. One thing I'm actually I was surprised of, about that. Yeah. Actually. I'm really kind of interested in it because we we've already got confirmation the collector is going to return for, uh, volume two. Mm-hmm. Um, but they featured Cosmo at the end of the first movie. Yep. They featured him heavily in this trailer. He's been started to get uh released into um MPQ. Yeah. And. It, The great thing about this is, is that Cosmo is actually the head of security for the collector's fortress. So funny. If you don't know, Cosmo is the the Russian dog dog that the cosmonauts sent up.
0: Do do you think, um, I'm wondering, do you think if, uh, I I don't know, for, for me, I thought mission breakout was going to be
1: breaking out of the, uh, getting out of the kiln,
0: you know? Yeah. Nowhere, nowhere was the head. Oh, that's right. The kiln. But when they break out of the kiln, I thought I thought because they dropped down, they have that shot behind it. I thought that was going to be, be perfect be, for it. But I'm I'm be. very intrigued to see what they do, and I love the collector and this idea of um uh all of his stuff being on display. I think that's me badass. To
1: Absolutely, think. because it, it it you can actually you know it's funny you could actually put actual set pieces in yeah. there and make it a museum of sorts as yeah. well.
0: And, and that's essentially what it's. Thinking. I think that's just a great idea. So, um, good on him. And that one, in uh, Imagineer has been around for like a thousand. Oh, years. Oh, Joe,
1: yeah, he's been around forever. He does uh, a lot of work. Um, I would say he's probably in line to become a, a legend in the next ten years. Oh, for sure. Um, but uh, yeah, he's been around a long time.
0: Yeah, yeah, I've seen him in like every documentary yeah. about. Yeah, I mean, it's just that. Plus, air- he's very that-
1: personable, so he gets put on all the videos oh, and the
0: earring. Yeah, <laughs> I'm surprised the ear hasn't broke. He's a pirate. We're all pirates inside, bro.
1: Arg.
0: <laughs> that might be the name of the show. We're all pirates inside. Let me write that down.
1: That is awesome. <laughs> all right, so now we're on to some convention news, and there's some big Comic Con news uh, that got released this week, so why don't you go ahead and take the uh, take that?
0: Uh you told me to do a thing? Yes. I was writing down the name of the show. Okay, so yeah. Um so pre registration um is coming again, obviously in twenty seventeen. Uh, what's funny is it is going to be delayed from what it was last year. Um, and it's also changing names. So if you go, if you are interested in going to San Diego comic-con, that's what we're talking about right now. If you're interested in going to San Diego comic-con, make sure you sign up for a member ID. Um, and pre-registration is going to be early 2017, not, uh, not the end of this year. Right. Um, and they've, they've shifted back and forth. Yeah. We it's said it's
1: that. now being called returning registration instead of pre-registration. Right. But it is the beginning of the year, which was what it was, I believe, in 2014.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I was actually really surprised that it was, that it was when it was before. But the idea is that definitely get your member ID, do that. And I think the thought behind it is pushing it back later makes sense because They've streamlined a little bit with the RFID stuff. Right. So.
1: Um, professional badges is now open. Yep. Um, press is supposed to open sometime this month.
0: Yeah. And and we're getting pretty close. I'm really, really, really hoping that uh, that press comes through for us, comes through this time. Um, we are still making our plans for we're applying for Silicon, Silicon Valley, Valley. Comic Con, um, which I'm excited about. So, you know, we will have two cons this year, hopefully under our belt. So. Um, but yeah, man, that's all the, uh, San Diego Comic Con news we have.
1: Yeah. Of course, New York Comic Con started today yep. at the Javits Center, like it was all, uh, always is. Um, so, uh, there's, of course, some appearances and panels. Um, Peter Capaldi is going to be showing up for the Doctor Who panel. Yeah, I love Capaldi. Uh, there's going to be a John Wick 2 panel, um, with Keanu Reeves. Uh, the Power Rangers is having a panel. Um, they're actually bringing the Justice League Dark. Oh, really? Um, which since they haven't done any casting for it yet, it's not going to have any cast, but right. it'll probably have the, uh, the creators. Okay. Um, uh, BBCA, so BBC America, is having a couple of different panels. They're actually doing a Dirk Gently, um, Dirk Gently's Holistic, uh, Detective Agency. Okay. Nice. And, uh, because there's actually two books, um, and these were done by Douglas Adams, who also did, um, yeah, Hitchhiker's uh Guy. Hitchhikers. yep. Um, so this is another one, and his two books were Dirk Gently's, uh, Holistic, uh, Holistic detective agency, and a long dark tea time for the soul. Nice. Uh, So there's a new TV show coming out on BBCA
0: this fall or early spring.
1: Um, And uh, they're doing a panel, also Class, which is a spin-off of uh, Doctor Who.
0: Okay. Yeah, right. Which we've been talking about. Yes, so that's going
1: to be coming out. Also, Amazon has a few different panels, including the new Tick, uh, Patriot, um, Man in the High Castle and Sneaky Pete, nice. which are their big releases for the year. And then Marvel TV uh, is going to be having their uh, lineup as well.
0: Yeah, there's a bunch of stuff in there, man. And, um, I. Still have the all my push notifications from Twitter uh, right. live from from uh, San Diego. So they're all so, yeah. Well, it's funny. I was, I was at work today. I was like, "Why is my phone vibrating constantly?" It's because it was gearing up and things were happening. Right. And there's going to be a ton of stuff, and we're going to talk about as much as we can um, when we come back next time.
1: Yeah, for the Marvel panel, I'm sure there's going to be some Iron Fist news, some uh, Punisher news.
0: Yeah, there was some Iron Fist news today. Um, and this is none of this is going to be in the show notes. Just off the top of my head. Real quick, um, rumors all confirmed that Daredevil's going to show up in the Punisher. Um, There was some artwork for Iron Fist. um, And And
1: Punisher just started filming.
0: Yeah. And so we're going to get a lot of really cool stuff. So um, let's get to merchandise. Yeah, we've got a few
1: different links here. I'm not going to go really in-depth on the merchandise, but of course there are exclusives. Yeah. Um, I have a link to the DC Comics, and they're doing a whole bunch of exclusives for Rebirth. Mm-hmm. Um, then there's also going to be some Dark Horse uh, exclusives, uh, but what I'm excited about is Funko is doing a whole bunch of, just like they do for uh, San Diego, a right. whole bunch of uh, um, exclusives, but one of my favorites is they're doing a grenade-damaged Joker, no, way. which is only from a deleted scene from Suicide Squad. Really? Yes. They're also releasing Thanos and Juggernaut, <laughs> and they have a line from, uh, whole line of uh, Funkos from Star Wars Rogue One.
0: Nice. Yeah, no, there was... <sighs> The Rogue One and Star Wars merchandise, like announcements, there's some 3.75 figures, all kinds of stuff that just came out. We didn't talk about earlier, but uh, again, it's something I'd actually like to talk with our patrons about. I and mean, it's something that um I need to dive into because yeah, all will, this just happened earlier. Yeah, I today. will
1: really quick say that they're actually they're definitely handling it better than they did the Force Awakens.
0: Absolutely. Religious. Oh, absolutely. They
1: definitely learned their lesson about the, the misogyny and uh, gender equality.
0: Yes, thank goodness. <laughs> all uh, right. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> we both said all right at the same time. All right, all right, all right. I wish I was drinking that right now. Okay, so um real reviews. Uh so here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna do real reviews, one shot in Universal. Um Little sneak peeks here. And I just went to my comic book shop and bought three months worth of comics that were sitting in my subscriptions. <laughs> and the reason being is because I don't get paid over the summer. And I went in there and I was, she's like, well, you have all these. I was like, oh, cool. You know, $75 later. So I bought my comics. Nice. Got my comics. Um, I plan on paying catch up in the next couple weeks. I would love doing one shot again. Um, maybe get a couple guests on. I'm really hoping that the software that, um, uh, that I have slated for our patron show works out really well so that it'll be much easier for us to get guests where they don't have to actually do anything. Exactly. And like that's
1: skiing. Cause skiing loves comics.
0: Yeah. And I would love to get skiing back on and talk about some of the stuff. So anyway, long and short of it is we're going to, we're going to give you a little bit of a taste of our other shows. So let's start with the reviews, dude.
1: Yeah. Big loss this week. Unfortunately, we lost Curtis Hansen. Um If you don't know him, you should uh, go out and watch all of his movies. They're fantastic. Um, he's most well known for La Confidential. Okay. Um, he also did Wonder Boys, which is a highly underrated movie with uh, Michael Douglas and Tobey yeah. Maguire. Yep. Um, he also um, oh, what was the the first big movie he did in the uh, 90s? Yeah, 90. I was gonna
0: say you're forgetting the one that I know him best from. I think. Um,
1: Eight Mile. Yeah. He did Eight Mile with uh with Eminem. Eminem. Yeah. Uh, Hand the Rocks a Cradle. That's the one I was. That go. was his first major movie. Yeah. Um, so he has a wide. Oeuvre, uh, you could say, but Ooh. I, L.A. Confidential is one of my favorite movies of all time. Wonder Boys is, is one of my favorite movies of all time, um, and I'm a huge Eminem fan, so I like a Mile.
0: A Mile is great,
1: yeah. But it, it's it's unfortunate that we lost him. He died at the age of I believe 71. Yeah,
0: no, that's too bad.
1: Um, we talked about uh, if you've listened to our uh, our universals and real reviews, it's kind of Indiana Jones kind of blurs the line between the two. Um, that there is an animator who had been commissioned by, uh, Lucasfilm, who owns the rights to, 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 uh, Indiana Jones to do some animated, uh, artwork, right? Yeah. So incredibly popular, he decided to get some funding and he created a short trailer for what he would think would be a great Indiana Jones story. Oh, it's badass. It's released. It is now available. Nice. And we are going to watch it.
0: How long is it? Like three or four minutes. Uh, Watch it. That's awesome. Uh, when he was kissing the girl. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that was the uh Marion. Yeah, but it was like the force theme. It was like it was not Indiana Jones. It sounded like oh, No,
1: John Williams reuses his themes. No, I know. And I his, miss- his uh Marion theme is very similar to the to the uh okay, maybe that was to good. the Han and Leia theme.
0: All right. So anyway, here we are. Um, uh, so that was cool. Yes, very cool, that.
1: very enjoyable. Yeah. Uh, a lot of really good uh, match shots, um, which I uh, match cuts, which I loved. Um, it was really just really cool.
0: Yeah. Uh, all right. So one shot. What do you got here? Alan Moore, who
1: is like the patron saint of graphic novels. I mean, of course, he did. Uh, you know, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, Watchmen, uh, From Hell. Right. You know, really great graphic novels. He said that he's quit comics. Well, and it's because he is sick of Batman.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: What do you think about that?
0: Well, I mean, I'm not sick of Batman, but I'm actually, there's like some really cool Batman stuff that came up this week. I, mean, uh, I don't know. I'm not sick of Batman, man. And I and I, it's too bad to see someone like Alan Moore kind of say, I'm done, because uh, and essentially what he's saying is it's oversaturation, right?
1: It is. And, you know, he it's very similar to like when people are saying there's too much Wolverine.
0: Or there's too many comic movies. And uh, I feel like at some point we're going to get close to that. But again, what it means to be a geek and what appeals to geeks is expanding so much that I feel like. Although we're going to have technically too many comic movies, we're still going to give it lots of money. And yeah, we're still and gonna I, go. I think
1: part of it is and I'm not saying this is his point of view, but I'm th- I think it's unfortunate that the films that have been made from his content yeah. have not done well. well that's I mean, Watchmen the made problem. some money, but it wasn't overly popular. Yeah. Uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen bombed so badly that Sean Connery quit acting.
0: Yeah, if you make Sean Connery quit, you're you're, um, you're thinking things. He
1: actually threatened, he said that he was going to kill the director. He hated it that bad. But oh, and they Americanized it as well. They included Tom Sawyer, who was not right. a lot of character in the in the graphic novel. Right. I actually think From Hell is a very underrated film. Okay. Uh, with Johnny Depp and Heather Graham all right. and Robbie Coltrane. Um. So, but the the graphic novels are great too. all
0: so. right Well, uh, let's get to our our dare I say our most popular section. Yes. Our, uh, our most popular spinoff show, the uh, Universal Usual, where we talk about like all kinds of stuff and. We have a couple things.
1: Yeah, we have three main stories here. I uh, can get rid of the last one because that's actually what you put up in the main one. Okay. Um, We we tend to talk about Disney. We talk about the Berlantiverse or the verse, if you will. Uh, we talk about DC, Marvel, and Smogcast, and Fox. So those are our main universes we talk about. We picked three. Um, Disney had a major news uh, this week that they have uh, made a bid from Twitter. Um, There are a lot of uh, reports coming out now that it most likely will not happen.
0: Well, if it does, I mean, but oh my god, Disney owns everything already. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Why not? I, I mean, I say why not too, but at the same time, like, oh, if they do, oh my god, like Twitter, Disney, Marvel. All the Disney Star stuff, Wars, Star Indiana Wars. Jones. It's, it's kind of getting crazy. It is kind of getting crazy. So,
1: and it takes a lot of leadership. Granted, they do have great people at the head right now. Bob Iger, true, Kennedy, true.
0: uh, John Lasseter. What's funny about Twitter, man, is that Twitter is definitely the, uh, go to place for not only politicians, but movie stars and pretty much everybody. Except for teenagers, in my head. Like, for some reason, teenagers don't go to Twitter. And it's like, I feel like it's They're a, all Snapchat right now. It's it's Snapchat, and that's fine, and Facebook. That's the things. But I feel like people around our age, older and younger, a little younger, before you get to teenagers, are all about Twitter. Yes. Because it's an easy way to get news. It's so easy to get news, but it's also easy to talk to people. Yes. You know, um... So, I, and Disney, I obviously sees that potential. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> I threw this in here because I had to. Yeah. I we, couldn't wait.
1: The, uh, we have Superhero Fight Club, which is <laughs> a great video that, um, the Berlantiverse has done. Um, which it, it like, um, do you know the, the, uh, uh, I think it's called the murder room in X Men. It's yeah. usually where they start a whole bunch of stories in the comics, yep. right?
0: Kind of like, uh, kind of like a, uh, um, star trek kind of um what do they call the holodeck. it holodeck yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it it's for training mm-hmm.
1: so anyway so it's great because it has green arrow flash supergirl uh white canary firestorm i yeah. think that's all of them
0: um uh, what was the list again
1: firestorm white canary green arrow flash and supergirl adam the adam was also there and so those six were all in the room, and yeah. the room
0: was being controlled by uh, Felicity Smoke and um, Smoke. Smoke. And um, the guy's name you always forget? My favorite guy. Come on, the guy with the awesome t shirts.
1: Yes, I know. Uh, a <laughs> C. Um,
0: <laughs> I'm just going to let you find her.
1: Hang on a second.
0: Do, 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 do. He was singing in guns and roses song yes cisco
1: cisco damn it <laughs> thong, 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 thong. so um, anyway cisco so those two and then of course it has uh uh Mar- the martian manhunter and dicks oh, yeah. come in watching it
0: and they're just like sitting there eating watching yeah and it's, it's badass it, it's
1: really really good
0: it's a really cool clip definitely check it out if you're watching the berlanti stuff right now if you're watching you flash be. and arrow and all that stuff check it out it's it's a ton of fun um the fact is, the just filming this would have cost a bunch of money, and they did it anyway. Exactly, <laughs> which it's I a, love. It's a lot of fun. All right, last thing, dude. Um,
1: and this is big news. Uh, Ben Affleck was doing a a junket interview for The Accountant, which is another movie I really want to see. Yep. Um, but he has announced that as of right now, the title for his film is going to be The Batman.
0: I love Simple it and clean. I like love it. I love it. All right, man. So that's a good taste of what we do in our other shows. Um, if you don't normally listen to our other shows um check them out we we do our normal shenanigans we just talk about different stuff besides slow and star wars absolutely so um thanks for tuning in to the usual podcast you can find us at theusualpodcast.com email us at theusualpodcast at gmail.com we are on facebook google plus pinterest and instagram i'm at Post on twitter will is at IMO griggs itunes Stitch radio google play find us there like us rate us love us all that um I want to give a special thanks to our patrons. Of course, we have that show coming up, patreon.com slash usual podcast. If you would like to become a patron, give us a buck or two an episode. We would love that it helps us pay all of our, um, you know, fees and stuff, help us get closer to some of our other goals of going to more cons and stuff like that. So we would appreciate that. Another really easy, um, fairly painless and, um, uh, well, painless way of, of supporting our show is audible trial.com slash usual podcast and honestly guys if you sign up as a new account on audible we get 15 bucks and if and a, you get a free book and you get a free audio book and i would suggest just about anything from brandon sanderson but if you want to get bang for your buck you get a free credit and you get a free book um sanderson's books some of them are almost 50 hours long by the gods or game of thrones for that matter yep you know, stuff like that. Or so, any of the Star Wars books. Yeah, stuff that we've talked about in past shows and any of the Star Wars books upcoming. Um, if you want to read the Ahsoka novel or the Thrawn novel, uh, you know, use com slash podcast. Do so. We have it on our on our website and our supporters page, Warby Parker, Gamefly, a bunch of other ways to support our show, Zipcar, stuff like that. Definitely do that. Loot Create as well
1: yeah or also don't uh don't ignore will wheaton reading ready player one okay
0: will wheaton reading ready player one is amazing it is phenomenal i mean if you've never read ready Ready player one audible com slash usual podcast a new account boom free for you it's fantastic i think we we really got crazy at the end
1: yeah we did and so... yeah seriously check out any of our other shows because on every <laughs> single one we have a fun
0: uh are we done having a fun
1: i'm done having a fun my throat is sore i don't know why
0: well, we've been talking for I think it was an hour much, and a half. I think it was too much rum. No, that's not a thing. <laughs> Why is the rum gone? <laughs> well, the rum is gone, and we're going to go have a fun. Uh, we will see you all next week. Peace.